Join with me from Gosstown, as usual, is my dog, homie. What's going on? Hey, yo. I'm actually very excited about this one. I feel like this one came out very naturally between like conversation between you, me, and dad. Oh, all right. So let's let's dive right into it then. Today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Um, dog and I have both come with five actors each, five actors or actresses each, and we're going to go through and compare two movies, two critically acclaimed movies that they've been in, and discuss which one's our favorite and why. Now, I don't know Dog's list. He doesn't know mine, but we're going to just kind of, you know, kind of go back and forth and just explain why it is we like a particular movie or an actor or actress in a particular role versus versus the other. Right. And I mean, how this came up naturally is I recently watched Collateral with Tom Cruise and Jamie Foxx. And then I soon thereafter watched The Last Samurai. And my reaction was, and I had to text both you and dad that, wow, both of those movies were great. And I don't think I could decide which one was better. Not necessarily just his role in it, but which movie of his was better. And I think that's where this came from, was essentially just like, okay, an acclaimed actor, two of their movies, pick one, and then go with it. That, it's pretty simple. Yeah, I think it's a good idea for a podcast because it's, it's not really a... I guess it's a game that we're going to be playing today, but it's really kind of opens up a discussion about what our tastes are and how, how you know, we see, we see different movies. You know, when I was putting my list together, I had a tough time distinguishing what my favorite movie is versus what my favorite role of there was in a movie. So... I think we both decided that we're not going to be using Jim Carrey today. So I think one of the one of the examples that I had was I think I like Dumb and Dumber better as a movie, but I think I like Jim Carrey's Jim. They gave Jim Carrey the keys to just go nuts and liar liar, and I I think I liked him in that movie better. But overall, I like the Dumb and Dumber. So we're de- we're determining which movie we like better, which and we're understanding too that that it 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 equates to other people's in the in the movie as well so if you do a jim carrey for dumb and dumber you know jeff daniels gets more out of him or jeff daniels uh, you know contributes sure. more to dumb and dumber than say uh, maura tierney does in in liar liar or carrie no, chemis- chemistry is chemistry is certainly an important part of movies but it's more you know it, looking back on people's film history it's which ones land because obviously some of these huge actors, of course, they have multiple movies that land with you. But if you were to choose, it's essentially choosing one of their career. Yeah. And it's and it's defending that. So if you're ready to get into it, I'm ready to throw I'm, I'm ready to get into it. One last little disclaimer is that it was hard. It was really hard for some of these actors to just pick two. So, I mean, a lot of these actors have two more than two good movies. So to narrow it down to two different movies that we had to to pick in between was a little bit difficult for me. Why about you? No, I, I agree, but I, I wanted two movies that were in the same conversation. So I guess my, my first one and that I'm gonna have you choose between uh, that have to be in the same conversation, not only stylistically, but because they're the same actor, um, is uh, Mel Gibson in the, the Patriot or Braveheart. Oh man, okay. So those are, Okay, those are two like big battle scene movies. Sure, uh, stylistically they're very similar, but each of them are hot, both critically acclaimed and you know are period pieces essentially. So I mean, just because it's a war film doesn't mean there's like not great story and great acting and great chemistry and you know Heath Ledger's in one, 
and then the other, you know, Braveheart. It, it's essentially it's two classics, and it's it's up to you to decide. Okay, so I think uh, without having thinking about this or knowing or seeing this list before, I'm gonna go Braveheart is is my favorite between the two. It's a little bit more of a task to watch that movie because I think it's like three and a half hours long or whatever, but. It's, of the two, it's definitely my favorite. When I was watching The Patriot, and I'm wondering how much this is going to happen. As I was watching The Patriot, I was thinking about Braveheart the entire time because I watched Braveheart first, and now I see Mel Gibson in another Battlefield movie. You know, they've got guns in one and just, you know, it's more hand-to-hand and club-to-club in the other, being Braveheart. So I'm wondering, as you're listing these, if I'm just going to naturally choose the first one that I saw in, in the list. But Braveheart is my answer final for that one. No, that's the whole point. There's going to be subjective responses. I mean, it's going to be about your personal experience with it. Or maybe you like, you know, American history better than Scottish history or something like that. But I think that's just the point. I mean, you can agree they're both great, you know, they're great movies and they have great casts. But I think they're in that same conversation. And I think it's a good question. My roommate, Maddie, picked The Patriot. And I think, you know... There's some people, and I'm not saying this is Maddie, but like because Heath, they love Heath Ledger as well. Like, you know, he's a great supporting uh, actor, and it's like okay, they they go with that because of him as well. So, you know, there's 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 other things that, to influence it, but I'm more curious about yours this today. Okay, so, in- so are you not going to give your answer to which one you like? Are we not doing that? Is it? Are we just asking? No, I, I no, that, no, I I'll answer. I agree, Braveheart. I think it's. Okay. Uh, it's I, growing up with it. I think you're right. It's it. I saw it before. I saw the Patriot, and um, and, and I don't know. I think I the score, everything about it was just kind of like, um, uh, I hate to use the word, but epic. It was kind of epic. It was epic, and it was majestic, and it was like there was a, it was it was a romance. It, there was so much romance in it. Like it was it was a really great, huge movie for the time. Um. And, and I think the, you know, the Patriot is comparable, but for me, I just didn't have that personal experience with it. So. Okay. Sounds good. I think I think the Patriot, too, I think I appreciated it more after Heath Ledger did his Joker role, going back and seeing... Because at the time that he did it, he wasn't the star that he was, you know, when he passed. Um, so I think it almost means more... It, that's another weird phenomenon. You go back and appreciate something someone's done more after they've either done a better role or passed away. So... All right, I got my first one here. Um, I'm going to start with an actress uh, in Jennifer Lawrence. And I'm going to see which one you like between, uh, or which movie you like better between Silver Linings Playbook or The Hunger Games. Silver Linings Playbook, immediately. I actually watched this two days ago, and it's, it's really good. I think her and Bradley Cooper have incredible chemistry, but also, you know, the 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 execution of that whole movie is just awesome. I, again, not not just the, the score, but the way it was shot was was really. I think there's a lot of scenes in there. Me and Maddie were discussing that would be would be pretty kind of corny and crappy unless Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence were just killing it, and they both just brought it, um, as well as De Niro. But it, it, not only was the story fascinating, but again, just. The way it was all exit was uh, was just super effective, um, and again, just they both performed her especially just performed awesome. Yeah, I thought both movies were kind of a good showcase with her. One, she's kind of this confident, you know, kick-ass badass in Hunger Games, and the other one, she's she's a she's a train wreck. 
she's kind of, you know, both a mentally and just in life period. Uh, and you know, I, so I thought I tried to bring two different roles. I actually thought you were going to go with Hunger Games with this one. I went with Silver Linings Playbook as well. I think I thought that that was my favorite. Um, but it, it, so, okay, so right off the bat, we're not going with their original ones because that was her, Hunger Game was original. That was what she was first in. Silver Lining yeah. Playbook was kind of in the second stage of her career. So, okay, we've, we've broken, broken the cycle. It's, it's also how movies are holding up over time as well. Like you said, going back and watching stuff. And I think uh, her and Bradley Cooper and De Niro for some have this like pretty much anything that they touch together is going to be like awesome. And this is one of the first times that they worked together. So yeah. it, you know, this, this, it was, it, it's a really, really good movie. And, you know, they, they show versatility being able to dance like that as well. I think. Yeah. I think as Bradley Cooper goes along, you're seeing more, he's more than just, uh, uh, I don't know, just like, a an action hero or, or what did he come in as? He's more than just like a funny guy. He can do no, the yeah, same. The first time I saw him was in Wedding Crashers as Sack. Right. Uh, he came in as kind of like a Maryland douchebag. And yeah, right. He's, he's got, right. he's showing more depth as, as we go on with, with the silver linings, with uh, Star is Born and, you know, really anything else he does in the future. So, yeah. all right, cool. So what's your next one? Uh, my next one for you was, um, let's see. It's going to be Denzel Washington. Mm. Remember the Titans or he got game? Oh, man. That's a tough one. That's a really tough one. Uh, I'm going to... Both both great sports stories. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, all right. So to answer an earlier question, why you think on this, was it difficult for me to do some of these? It was difficult for me to stay away from action movies. So in my head, I just had... I keep wanting to say Bruce Willis like Die Hard or you know or mm-hmm. whatever um, uh, or you know Mission Impossible or you know I, I couldn't I couldn't get away from action movies. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I'm the same, and you'll see in my list that I do ha- incorporate a few. But back so to it your... was gonna be like it was gonna be like Training Day versus Man on Fire, but then looking at his IMDb, I'm like, oh wait, Phil loves he got game and Remember the Titans is undoubtedly. Like one of the best sports films ever. So I would go back and say Training Day and Man on Fire I like better both than the movies you just listed. But yeah, because well, you're, since you're saying sports, um, you know, and I like basketball more than I like football, I'm going to go with He Got Game. Um, I, I think I like that movie just because I go back and I just, I'm still in awe of what Ray Allen does in that movie. Not even necessarily Denzel. Denzel is unbelievable in it. And it, the movie couldn't be made without him. But Ray Allen as Jesus Shuttlesworth was just like, like I think he was twenty or twenty one when he filmed that movie, and I'm, just, and just knowing Spike Lee's you know intuition or or recognizing that Ray Allen really does have game, the guy goes on to be a Hall of Famer. It's just really cool. It holds up that much more, and I think Ray Allen's career has something to do with with why I go back and love that movie so much. I personally, I'm going Remember the Titans okay. every single time. I, I think if you've listened to our podcast, you know I'm not a huge Spike Lee guy. Um, but, you know, I love that. That movie's great. Denzel is great in it. Um, but I, I think that Remember the Titans only is is timeless. But um, I think the Denzel's performance in particular was just so stoic. Um, I, believed, and, I believed him as a coach for sure. He's right. He was stoic, but it, it's is that it, you could show that movie 
So I just remember a lot of my friends reacting. A lot, I'm a lot of the the fo- my friends who are on football squads or uh, big big teams. Like just be like that stuff will pump you up. Mm-hmm. Like and, and I and again I think that that's a timeless movie. And I'm not sure if he he got game will necessarily be around forever. Um, I don't know. But, up until what's it been 20, 25 years since he got game, it still holds up for me. Uh, I mean, you're right. Titans will never. Will never not hold up unless you know unless the next generation just unless there's no more tackle football anymore and we just play flag, but also, flag it, football. It's almost getting it's almost getting better. I mean, not only is it relevant topically with you know the Black Lives Matter movement this past year and, and you know racism still being alive and well in America, but also uh, it, it 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 gets better because there's like actors like Ryan Gosling is like a small extra in it. And there's, you know, some of these actors have gone on to do other things. And, and, and as we were saying uh, earlier, you know, movies kind of change as actors go on to do stuff. And it, it changes their roles in the past. Like you look for different nuances that may have, you know, come back or may have become a part of their repertoire. Yeah, uh, I think it's just personal preference. I, I said the same thing about Ray Allen. Yeah. Like it's, it's, he was kind of my, what you're describing as your Ryan Gosling, you know, before he was famous type phenomenon i'm saying that about ray allen uh but yeah. Our, but yeah no it's the first one we've disagreed on but i think we can both agree that they're they're awesome movies all right next one i have here is arnold schwarzenegger for you and the okay. two the two movies are the terminator 2 and then kindergarten cop Ooh. <laughs> two very different movies for him yeah yeah that was that's a great um, that's a great question See, I think that's what I initially wanted to go for was kind of like the same actor but two different styles, but I ended up going the same styles. Anyways, the great question. I think Terminator 2 is 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 my answer. Um, although Kindergarten Cop is great, still to this day, it's, it's funny. Uh, he's just, he's very funny in it. Um, and uh, But no, but Terminator 2 is one of the first action movies I felt like that... Um, computer graphics were kind of catching up with the modern times yeah. and, and, and he was solidified as like the badass of the nineties kind of. Um, and you know, that, that role is one of the, one of the most badass. <laughs> yeah. Badass. Yeah. But, but no, it really it's is unstoppable, unstoppable. Two unstoppable forces coming together and yeah. And a mixture but, but, of new CGI, his, James Cameron, you name it. It's all about the delivery, too. I mean, it's just, it's the fact that he says so little and, you know, and he's just continues to walk through gunshots. It's just a, <laughs> it's probably, this is why we're called the jerks in the fourth row. I mean, it's, I'm just a jerk for liking just seeing a robot walk through gunfire. <laughs> but, but it's, it's more entertaining to me than seeing him joke around with little kids. Yeah, we're going to agree on this one. And I'm thinking we, sh- we probably should have brought in like one more opinion because we're going to align on, we're going to, like you said, we're going to like always go back to the action movies being our favorites. Uh, so I did, I actually had to think about this one a little bit more because I did love Kindergarten Cop. And actually you can, you can probably make the argument that Kindergarten Cop is an action movie just as much as it is a comedy. Yeah. Uh, sure, right. But... But I'm gonna have to. Terminator Two is just too good of a movie. It's Arnold that is doing what. I, it might be his best movie he's ever made. Uh, so yeah, I, Doug, I think you and I are a part of. Uh, we, we're we're not action junkies, but we 
the action films are some of our top favorites. I think we can probably identify that action, comedy, and what dramatic dramas. Yeah, dramas are probably our top ones. But I mean, let's let's be real. We're 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 all about the action. Yeah, too similar here to to have too many disagreements. But hopefully, we get a couple more. What's what's your third one? So you went with Terminator. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's just fun. T two. Um. So, so this is one that. Okay. I don't know if you would have seen one before the other, but I'm going to throw it at you. Um, Adam Sandler, Happy Gilmore, or Billy Madison? Oh, man. So I, I'm, I'm trying to remember which one I saw first because I think that there's probably only two years in, at most between the two. I want to say Billy Madison was like 94 and Happy Gilmore was 96. I, don't quote me on that. Uh, so I can't remember which one I saw first. But I'm definitely going to side with Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore is my favorite between the two. Um, and again, a lot of these things, Adam Sandler's performance, he's a little bit less, you know, doing his Saturday Night Live skit and a little bit more grungy in, in Happy mm-hmm. Gilmore. And Happy Gilmore also has Shooter McGavin in it too, which I think we've said on a past podcast, might be one of our top five favorite villains of all time. Uh, so that, that definitely went into it. Both are incredible. Gilmore uh, gets gets a, a very slight edge in in my in my decisions there, or or between the two movies. So yeah, I think I'm going Happy, or excuse me, I think I'm going Billy Madison because I that is like that stupid line of comedy really really echoed or was reverberant throughout the rest of my life. Like I love stupid comedy, and it's just that's that's really some of the early. The, the earliest stuff that I saw that was just like right up my alley that way. Um, okay. And, and Happy's is, you know, it's, it's Happy's a, a, such a similar movie that I feel like what it's all about your experience with it. It's whatever one you saw first, much like Tommy Boy and Black Sheep with Chris Farley. It's like they're very similar movie. Well, those may be even more similar than Happy. Oh, yeah, Chris yeah. Farley. You get you get Chris. Far- I forgot you got Chris Farley and Billy Madison. That's. Uh, he gives Shooter a run for his money as kind of like a side character. But Shooter's in more scenes. Like, would you say uh, Farley's a cameo in Billy Madison or like a legit Yeah, Far- Farley's a cameo. But I, I was just saying choosing between Black Sheep and uh, Tommy Boy, I'm saying would probably be similar to Billy Madison. And yeah. Happy and that. Like, they were just like, it, Lauren Michaels gave these guys free reign to do what they wanted. And that's what they did and within like two years, a year. And, you know, it was great. They were wicked popular at the time. Um, but again, I think it's, as we're finding, it's, it's all subjective. It's, it's what you either saw first or like had jokes yeah. with your buddies with like, and you know, it's, it's what ones, you know, that, that margin it, it, is, it, that, that margins razor thin between the two. They're, those are both, I think undeniably his two best. Um, mm-hmm. a quick, quick question with this one. Who, uh, who's, who do you think is hotter, Virginia Vennett or Veronica Vaughn? That uh, Veronica Vaughn. That Veronica Vaughn. <laughs> <laughs> I know from experience, if you know what I mean. No, 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 you don't. That, no, so no, 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 what no. would you say? Cause I think Veronica Vaughn married yeah, Pete Veronica Sing- Vaughn. No, no doubt. No okay. Doubt. Okay. Virginia Vennett's still doing, she's still on Modern Family, so. I don't know. They're both beautiful women, but yeah, Veronica Vaughn. I mean, yeah. Let's uh, let's before we get to, uh, worked up here. Just let, me, <laughs> just let me get back here. All right, what's your next one? 
my next one I have is Danny Glover. So, okay. and this one's going to kind of be more, I, I, I targeted these movies more to you and you're smiling because you already know which one I'm bringing in here. <laughs> but the two movies uh, I brought in are Lethal Weapon and then Shooter. Shooter, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Wait, which, which Lethal Weapon? Lethal Weapon 1? Uh, whatever your three, favorite four? one from the series. Let's just say the whole series. Whatever one. I don't know, dude. Those are all, they all blend together for me. But honestly, like, 2 and 4 are actually Lethal Weapon are really funny. Yeah, I think 4 they're is really my favorite. <laughs> that might, that's kind of sad. They're, they're like Joe Pesci and Chris Rock in the mix, too. It's just funny. But, uh, um... <laughs> the shooter shooter oh god shooters is so it's all right so for anyone who hasn't seen shooter, shooter mark Wahlberg. yeah mark Wahlberg is a sniper whose name is bob lee swagger and it's just it that tells you everything that you need to know about the movie. so the difference in uh, the roles is that glover god, is, is kind of like the comedic relief or one of the the tag team <laughs> cops in lethal weapon and then he's the bad guy which also kind of brings some comedy into it, but he's the bad guy, the bad sergeant uh, or colonel right. and shooter who's trying to who's trying to track down Mark Wahlberg. Okay, so my answer is shooter, but only because Lethal Weapon exists. God. So <laughs> I wish <laughs> I wish we didn't so, agree so, on this. Mine is shooter too. I loved him. I, I Tim. I, every time I'm watching that movie, I can't help but like record a little snippet and send it to you because. <laughs> I, I enjoy him so much in that movie, and it, that movie's definitely a guilty pleasure movie for me. Sure, but, but, but what I'm saying is I, it's only, his performance is only that good because I just see him in like Lethal Weapon and just can't help but laugh at him. Like in his like minor little lift here and there, or like his like putting on his glasses just a little bit wrong, or like <laughs> just like slightly breaking a little bit, or like I just can't help but like see Danny Glover like angels in the outfield Danny Glover oh man that would be another one I can I can definitely see if we did a poll on Instagram or whatever we, there's going to be two votes for shooter and then 25 for lethal weapon because I think that those two are just we just have such a history with the movie shooter uh, such a weird history that's, just, that's essentially what this podcast is it's like a it's just like a divider like you you go one way or the other it's not like there's nothing really nothing political or like divisive it's more you go one way or the other and and i don't know and again it's based on your your uh experience all right hit me with number four so my number four is a more serious one so tom hanks okay in forrest gump or the green mile oh this is an easy one for me forrest gump i love both movies but this one is is forrest gump might be his best piece of work uh, I, I, I agree. You know, you know how I, I'm a huge Forrest fan, but I thought you'd have a, a more tough, a tougher time. I love Green Mile. I, I, I don't know if I'd put, I'd put Green Mile in his top five. I don't know if I'd put it number two um, for, for Tom Hanks, but Forrest Gump is... What would you put it number two? Uh, you're putting me on the spot here, but... Well, no, because I did. I constructed this question with Maddie. And Castaway. It was like, it wasn't, Castaway is... You, you would really put Castaway above... Green Mile. Uh, Green Mile, yes, I think I will. And I didn't love Castaway the first time I saw it. The more I watch it, the more I like it. Uh, but no, I think Forrest you, Gump. I think you're in a minority in that that you would choose Castaway over uh, Green Mile. Hey, 
It is what it is. I would say saving Private Ryan over over uh, Green Mile as well. Uh, but well, you know how I feel about saving Private Ryan. I've expressed on a podcast recently how how it doesn't that movie's hold not up. aging very. It's just not aging very well. It's just you know. Anyways, we won't get okay. into that. Um, but yeah, no, Green Mile is definitely on the short list. I'll I'll go just for for everything for the soundtrack for the story for just all the cultural references everything that like brought the 70s the 60s and 70s alive for someone who didn't live through them it kind of brought the history book alive as he's it literally inserting himself into like major parts in history uh, so as far as is it, it, it it's Tom Hanks's best movie you think yeah yep i'm yeah. pretty confident with that and that's that's yeah. my choice with this too but this was my toughest one to as i said earlier i could, had to construct it because i knew i wanted to do tom hanks because he's one of the like he pretty much after 90 like 2 or 94 when he did like some of the goofier stuff everything he touched turned to gold mm-hmm. like it, and it, it's it, a lot of it holds up too but i thought i was choosing the top two there uh well that's forest, your, I, what, what so what's your choice with those between those two forest but i think maddie chose green mile um and yeah, some people would put that movie right next to Shawshank Redemption. Obviously, stylistically, they're similar. But uh, what about, all right, Shawshank or Green Mile? Mm, Shawshank. I'll go Shawshank yeah, on that, that one. That's but, what I, I mean, saying, Tom but, Hanks isn't in Shawshank, but I, I get what you mean. I know they're that. Both, I know that prison stylistically, yeah. they're very similar. Um, but anyways, I thought I was being a little bit more clever there. But, but you're... You're steady on, but I am too. I, we, you know, we grew up with it. Too. That's what we're doing with this game, dog. It's all subjective. Good. All right. What do what I got? got? I'm, I'm on number four. Um, all right. I'm gonna yeah. go uh, Owen Wilson, and I'm gonna go between you, me, and Dupree or Wedding Crashers. Again, I'm kind of aiming this at you because I think you have a. I don't know. I, I I'll I'll pause to hear what your choice is, but I, I chose you, me, and Dupuis and Wedding Crashers specifically for you. It's very easily at Wedding Crashers, okay. like without even with, well, without even a second thought. Well, all right then, because well, you should. All right, all right. I'm going to cut you off and throw it right back at you. Wedding Crashers or Behind Enemy Lines? Uh Wedding Crashers, only because I see Owen Wilson as as comedic. comedic. Though I love Behind Enemy Lines, I love I love that movie. But so why why did you choose You Mean Dupree? Like why why, why would you think I like, like that movie? Because because I why, think yeah. because I think You Mean Dupree he has a it's a better showcase of Owen Wilson, and I I get that confused again with which one's a better movie. I'm obviously going with Wedding Crashers as well, but no doubt. But I think Wedding Crashers is more of a Vince Vaughn showcase than it is an Owen Wilson showcase. Whereas, if you were to say, who is the main character, the main character in Wedding Crashers, if give me one, it would be tough to distinguish who it is. Is it Will Ferrell? Is it Owen Wilson? Whereas, eh, in, in You, Me, and Dupuis, it's clearly just, it's, it's Jim Carrey's Liar Liar. It's Owen Wilson, unfiltered, and just, it's him, him, him the entire time. Mixed in with a little Kate Hudson and uh, Matt Dillon, but it... I don't know. That that's why I thought would that's what I thought would be no, tough to distinguish. Wedding Crashers is by far, Wedding Crashers is like so it's the chemistry like so Jeff Daniels Jim Carrey is like Vince Vaughn yes. and Dumb and Dumber yep. like Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. So they need each other for it to go they're both undoubtedly hilarious timeless classic funny movies. That yeah, you mean Dupree is just like 
a small footnote in his career. I wouldn't even when you when you asked me Owen Wilson, I would probably say some his like Wes Anderson stuff before I'd say any of that. Okay, but well, mm. maybe I should have brought a little bit more uh, difference between the two, but. I thought you were a big Dupuis fan, uh, so I thought that that might be a little harder for me. All right, moving on. Your last, your fifth one. So my fifth one, I guess. So it's almost. So it's an actress, but it it, it is almost the director as well. Okay. Um, so the actress is Marion Cotillard. Okay. Yep. Cotillard, and the the movies are Inception or. Um, Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Okay. I knew you were going to go those two. I, d- I don't know if I remember her in anything bigger than those two movies. Um, well, I mean, she's in like Big Fish. She's in, I mean, she's in, she's in some things. But anyways, go ahead. All right. So we're kind of touching on the Leo. We're towing the Leo line here because we said we wouldn't bring up him or Tom Hardy. But I said well, he, he wouldn't be one of our choices. But. I think I'm going to go with Inception. Um, mainly because uh, as, if, as long as we're going favorite movie that that person's in, because Inception's one of a kind, Dark Knight Rises, love it, but I think that Batman, I think the, 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 the one before that, what was it called? The, it was just called The Dark Knight, right? No, um, yeah, The Dark Knight. I thought The Dark Knight was the best in the series, so I, I always see that number three as like maybe the second or even third best in the series. So if it's not even the best in the series, I can't give it to her as his best. Inception's one of one. It's got Leo in it. It's got Tom Hardy in it. Exactly. So. It was it was definitely my way to include them. All right. So what if I were to say, well, it was either between, and it's Christopher Nolan, both of them as well. Yeah. Um, so what if I said Ken Watanabe in Batman Begins or Inception? Um, still going Inception there. Are, are we going favorite movie? But yeah, between the two. Yeah, still Inception. Okay. Okay. All right. I mean, it was. It's basically again just an excuse to to choose a Christopher Nolan movie. But I also no, I like it. I, I, I like it because it kind of evens the playing field as far as like directive. So it does like your director style doesn't infiltrate or doesn't you know uh, pollute which choice we're gonna you're gonna choose there. Well, it's but. also it's not a Leo movie, so it's. I mean, I mean, we're not talking about Leo here. We're not talking about him with all of his other roles it's 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 focused on her essentially but <laughs> if the, a, a pre pre-discussion pre we said no tom hardy no leo on this and here we are it took us 30 minutes but 31 minutes but we're finally here and i was i was to identify that to, to set those rules too oh well <laughs> we just can't help it we can't help it all right my last one before before we get into another little game at the end here uh my last one is tommy lee jones an actor that I don't think we bring up a lot, but one of my favorite no. one of my favorite actors from the '90s and early 2000s, '80s, '90s, and early 2000s. Yeah. Um, yeah. That you go back and he did a lot of good stuff, but I would say that the the, yeah. the two that he's most well known for, at least the ones that I'm bringing to to this game or to this table, is The Fugitive and No Country for Old Men. I'll include yeah. in The Fugitive because you might wa- have watched this one a little bit more, but it's a similar concept. U.S. Marshals. U.S. Marshals. Yeah, yeah, it's it's in the same universe. That he's playing the same character. Um, I don't know if it's officially a sequel, but so that no, that, that same, role versus same, like, No Country for Old Men. Which one? Which one are you going with? No Country for Old Men is awesome, and also like it's a different role for him. He's not the spunky, fast-talking cop who like. 
is stealing the screen. He is taking up a lot of the screen with his silence and like his uh, dis dissociated, uh, disassociated nature, like from just seeing so much crazy stuff yeah. in a short period of time. So I think it's a both uh, No Country for Old Men is uh, a better movie all around, but also a better performance on his Okay, part. so we do disagree on this last one. I liked him more as the urban cop. You like him more as the old old wise country cop. Well, he's an FBI agent in in those two, isn't he? Oh yeah, in yeah, US that's Marshals. right. That's right. But he's he's, For one, he's a U.S. Marshal, isn't he? <laughs> one, he's running through the desert. He's running through the desert in No Country for Old Men very slowly because he's he's an old guy. And then in Fugitive, it's just like nonstop sprinting through Chicago. Um, so I think I like the visuals of that movie more so than No Country for Old Men. Again. Both are, I think, one and one A for him. Slight no, I thought, I, I thought about bringing up No Country for Old Men because um, I, because I, because I, I wanted to use it in comparison to another movie. But no, that I that movie is continues to be really, really good and it, it, good in a way that I don't typically consider good because it pisses me off. You don't see spoiler alert. They don't see Josh Brolin die or like the process of some of the, the way that the scenes unfurl is really frustrating, but it keeps me coming back. Like it's a really, really well done movie. I love it. Um, I love it. I yeah. mean, there's not like a single Woody Harrelson's movie. all of a sudden in it. So is Woody Harrelson a cameo on that one, do you think? No, he's, a, he, he's a character because yeah, he, he's, he continues on after Josh Brolin's dead and kind of picks up the pieces. Yeah, he doesn't show up till a little bit later, but he's, he's definitely one of the three main characters in that movie. Or four. Yeah. No, I no, but I, I Tommy's I I think also I had already kind of by the time that came out, No Country for Old Men, I had kind of already written off Tommy Lee Jones as a as an uh, like a not a washed up star, but you know he had had his his spotlight in the nineties, and I think he kind of surprised me with this. Um, and and again, it was a different type of role, so I was like, yeah, that was really he he honestly for me helped really sell that movie. Yeah. Um, Josh Brolin, again, in Javier Bardem, those three, I think, are almost equal parts as good in that movie. Yeah. Although Javier Bardem as the, the killer is just, he's chilling. His performance is chilling. Yeah, I think he steals the show, but I would, I would still think that, I don't know. I don't know who you say the main character. It's harder and harder now with, with, with movies these days, especially when you get a big cast to like nail down who the, the main character is. Um, all right, so that, that wraps up the, the five that we did. Um, I think we only disagreed on, let me see, I wrote them down as I went. We only disagreed on four of the ten options that we came with. So remember the Titans, you said you liked better for Denzel. He got games for me. You went Billy Madison, I went Happy Gilmore. Um, uh, Inception, we both went Inception. No Country for Old Men for you, Fugitive for me. And no, I think that was it. I think we only disagreed on three of them. So, eh, what are you gonna do? We two two jerks think alike. Yeah, I mean, it's we're only identifying things we know about ourselves. We love action, stupid comedy, and and drama. So, yeah. so let, let's hope to get the social media up and running for at least you know half of these, just to see you know if, if the if our greater listening audience is a little bit more split than we were. Uh, but but what before if, we get into that, let's get into some jerks rapid fire rounds. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Uh, well, we always do something. So, I, so in the in the never ending search to like look for like these reoccurring segments, which don't ever seem to reoccur, we noticed that we were always kind of asking each other these these uh, kind of yes or no rapid fire questions towards the end of our podcast. So we're gonna Tim's prepared a little bit of something for me to answer rapid fire. Uh, dog, actually, you explain it. I don't even know what's going on right now. Like, what do, what do you got? No, it's, it's it's essentially it's what we've done the entire episode. It's one actor two movies but you only get to say one of the you get to choose the movie that you like better and but you don't get to explain yourself okay and that means you don't get to explain either right no i'm not i don't get to answer i'll I'll answer at the end but well no this is rapid fire for you dog i didn't say anything about me okay i'm I'm sitting here in the hot seat ready to roll fire away so this is you i'm gonna give you again actor two movies you choose the movie that you like wholly better. I think the, the audience gets it by now. I hope. If they're still listening. Go. Starting with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, boy. Sylvester Stallone. Rocky or Rambo? Rocky. Keanu Reeves. Matrix or John Wick? Matrix. Nick Cage. The oh. Rock or Con Air? Oh, man, that's the hardest one yet. Con Air. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis. Gangs of New York or Last of the Mohicans? Wait, Daniel Day-Lewis in Last... Um, yeah, okay. I'm going to go Gangs of New York in that one. Okay. Jack Black. Saving Silverman or Orange County? Saving Silverman. All day, dog. And I'm offended you would even ask me that question. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Kate Winslet, Titanic or Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind? Spotless, Eternal Sunshine, all day. Okay. Uma Thurman, Kill Bill or Pulp Fiction? Kill Bill for Uma Thurman. More of a showcase. Loved her in that. Um, Patrick Swayze, Dirty (laughs) Dancing or Ghost? Always Dirty Dancing. Love it. (laughs) Uh, Jodie Foster. Silence of the Lambs or Contact? Oh, I'll go Silence of the Lambs with that one, but I thought you were going to go Panic Room there. That would have been a tougher decision. But Silence of the Lambs... Oh, well, see, I think Contact is just more highly regarded. But anyways, this is... We're going quick here. Okay. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, Office Space or Horrible Bosses? Office Space... Office Space. That one's that one took me a second because I think she's her role is better in Horrible Bosses, but I like the movie Office Space better. Okay. Uh, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Boat Trip or Snow Dogs? <laughs> Boat Trip. Uh, uh, <laughs> Julia Roberts. Aaron Brockovich or Ocean's Eleven? Aaron Brockovich. Okay. And above no, all, yeah. dog. Above all. Above all, with the, the Richard Gere movie. Come on. I, pretty, I thought about putting Pretty Women, but, oh, I, pretty but women. I knew you'd... Yes. <clears throat> I, know you'd, I know that you'd choose that above, Aaron above Bro- the rest Aaron of Brockovich. Okay. Uh, Mel Gibson, Passion of the Christ or What Women Want? <laughs> well, Mel Gibson wasn't in Passion of the Christ. Hey, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. This is a... This is what women, what women want? I don't know if you're trying to trip me up. What wait women minute, want? Because that's the only one that he's in, so... Well, no, his hands are... His hands would nail uh, Jesus to the cross in the Passion of the Christ. 
what woman <laughs> walked. He's in it. Every I, I just thought that the way that he could swing his crotch at Helen Hunt just really won me over. <laughs> All right, Made in Manhattan, J Lo, Made in Manhattan or Geely? Made in Manhattan. Just watched it. A, just watched it like last month. All right, and to wrap it all up, that's all I got. Damn. Okay, let me let me give you one last one that I had here as an honorable mention. Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man or Tropic Thunder? Tropic Thunder, no okay. doubt. All right. Although Iron Man one is really good. Yeah. No, it is. That's. I thought it. Would, I thought that would be tough for you. All right, man. That yeah. was fun. I, I should have come with some rapid fires for you, but it's it's fun to be in the hot seat for once. I feel like I'm usually giving you the questions, so. Yeah, just 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 one more time. Just repeat that you you said. I need you to say what woman want is a better movie than the Passion of the Christ. I just need you to say that. The, I thought it was a trick question. Yes, I will stand by that. But what woman want? There's no there's no Mel Gibson in Passion of the Christ. So how can I choose him in that? It's just a funny statement that you have to say. <laughs> Fine. What woman want is is a better movie than The Passion of the Christ? The Passion of the Christ is just a bloodbath. It's just a. It was. I didn't. I didn't love it. Oh, you heard it first. Phil loves What Woman Want. He thinks it's a good movie. <laughs> better, relatively. You're gonna take the snippet at the end. I can just see it. I can just see. It. I'm glad I have All the right, editing well, software. Guys, if you, if you can, uh, we'll stick on our social media. Let us know if we uh, had any better comparisons between the, some of those actors. Yeah, show us, give us some diversity in our picks because clearly the dog and I are, are unfortunately a, too, a little too much like-minded, but this was fun anyways. Dog, appreciate you coming up with the rapid fire and all your picks. I'll see you on the next podcast. Got my stapler, got my shirt and tie. Set me up to zone